Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, our daily reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Thursday, June 15th, 2023, Thursday of the 10th week of Ordinary Time. And our gospel reading today is from the gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, Unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar, go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court with him. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. So this is an interesting reading because Jesus is teaching us about things that seem to be worldly, about how the court system works in ancient Judea. (laughs) But that's not really what he's talking about. The Catholic Church has always used this reading as one of a few readings in Scripture to teach us a little bit about purgatory. Now, I mean, we could get into a whole doctrinal session about purgatory, and there's some great books written about it. However, I like to talk about purgatory uh, insofar as it teaches us about what needs to happen in the soul in order for us to get to heaven. And like I always say, it's not just about getting to heaven. It's about living the life of grace right now. It's about being filled with God's grace right now, growing in the Spirit, growing in the gifts and the fruits of the Spirit, growing in virtue, being men and women of peace and of joy. So there's a lot of different things that are here in this reading. And I I just mentioned the purgatory thing briefly because I want to get to the major point of the reading as well. At least what I'm perceiving at this moment is the major point. Of course, our Lord is speaking, you know, he's God, by the way. So he's speaking on a very large scale on multiple levels. And each time we read it, we hear the things that we need to hear that he's saying to us from this reading. But his word is big. (laughs) It's living and effective. We could say so many things about his word. And it continues to grow inside of us when we read it, when we meditate on it, when we pray about it. Um. The whole purgatory thing is really just that we believe as Catholics that in order to get into heaven, you have to be perfect. You and I are never going to be perfect in this life. And so, you know, is it possible a person can go straight to heaven? Yeah, sure. With God's grace. And I think about like, you know, your standard little old lady that goes to mass every day, that goes to confession once a week, that prays the rosary and who knows how many other prayers every day. Uh, She's got a good chance, you know, (laughs) of going right there. Of course, the martyrs and and so many people, it's not just the little old ladies. Um, But if we've truly lived in the spirit our whole lives, if we're truly getting ready for judgment day, 
and we truly love Jesus and we're truly trying to build on that relationship and grow in that relationship, yeah, I mean, the soul becomes purified by grace. And also, you know, what we do to receive and appropriate that grace, like our prayers, our fastings, our charity, our sacrifices, and just allowing ourselves to grow in virtue, becoming more patient, becoming more charitable, generous, kind to others, etc. And that also ties into the main point of the reading. So Jesus is saying here, and we see it said in different ways in other places, we need to be purified. We need to be holy. We need to be perfect. In heaven, there's not going to be sin. You're not going to get to one day in heaven. I mean, I don't know how time works exactly up there. God's eternal, but we are not. But And we're all going to come together up there. And I say up there as if it's physically an up place. Well, it's more of a different dimension. But anyway, there's not going to be a time in heaven in which suddenly we realize this person that we thought was our friend has been duplicitous. <laughs> it's not going to happen because there is no sin in heaven. There's no selfishness. There's no pride. The seven deadly sins are gone. We've been purified of them. We've been transformed. So like I say, martyrdom can transform a person. A daily commitment to our faith, of course, transforms us little by little. But also, there is an option for us after this life, according to the doctrines of the Catholic Church, which comes to us in Scripture. Of course, the books in the Old Testament that mention it are books that have not been included in the Protestant Bible. So, yeah, we go back and forth with our disagreement about that. But, yes, in the book of Maccabees, it talks about praying for the dead, offering up atonement for the dead. So we believe that we can still be purified. And this is one thing where our Lord says... You know, we will be thrown into jail until we pay the last penny. In other words, we're always going to be at odds with our brothers and sisters unless we truly forgive them from the heart. And if we haven't totally forgiven everyone, but still maybe we're not in mortal sin, okay, we have to, there's a jail type of a thing here. We have to grow in grace until we've paid the last penny, until we've paid off those resentments. I mean, it's just a way of speaking until we've been purified, rather, of those resentments that we still hold within our hearts. So that's a huge thing our Lord is telling us we need to be working on, getting rid of the resentments, getting rid of the bitterness that we hold in our hearts towards other people, striving more and more to be at peace with everyone. And you know, it might not happen overnight in our emotions, but it can happen in our choices to the degree that we apply ourselves to making those choices. So it's a great thing. I have some wonderful Protestant friends, and it's funny because they don't believe in purgatory per se, but more contemporary, more conservative Protestants do believe that there needs to be forgiveness of sin. It can't just be this one and done kind of thing. I accept Jesus and I'm good. And, you know, I know a lot of contemporary Catholics who are this way as well, you know, I mean, in terms of believing the right thing, yes, we need to be purified, we need to be perfected, we need to keep growing. Um, so many of my contemporary Catholic friends, however, are Pelagian. It means, uh, you know, the grace isn't so much at work there. The relationship with Jesus isn't quite as much at work there. We just have to work, 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 you know, until we get it all done. And no, it's a mixture of the two. It's it's We're not meant to be Pelagian, but we're also not meant to be uh, you know, Protestant in the traditional sense, and I guess there is a word for that. I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank at the moment. 
but that idea that just, oh, it's, it's all grace and we don't have to do anything, you know, and I guess that's a, a Calvinist kind of a mindset, almost like a uh, predestined kind of a mindset. Some are predestined, some are not for heaven. Uh, but yes, we have to, when Catholics and I think it was the Lutheran signed a joint declaration of belief, they said, yes, we believe grace saves us, but yes, we believe we have to cooperate with grace. But yes, there is in that doctrine an understanding of we have to keep, you know, keep being purified, keep letting God's love fill us and and get into all the little dark places. We we have to keep working towards our purification. And one way to say it is it's practice for heaven. You know, we're getting ready for heaven, so we have to be purified. Otherwise, God's going to do it for us. If we're still choosing him and we're not in mortal sin, okay, he's not going to send us to hell. Of course, he doesn't send us, but we're not going to go to hell. But we still have to be purified. There's a purification that has to happen. But the overall point of this reading is just, and it it ties in with what we heard, I think it was yesterday, Jesus came to fulfill the law. In other words, the law is still there, but there's a fulfillment. And I had said it was about forgiveness. I had said it was about the love, the loving relationship, but it's about something else too. It's something bigger than the law. And without God's grace, this is impossible. And that is, it's not enough to not kill. It's not enough to not commit adultery. Jesus says these things in different places, but we can't even look at someone with lust. We can't even feel resentment in our hearts. It's all the capital sins. We have to let go of all the evil that is within us, the pride, the greed, the envy, the sloth. We have to let them all go. We have to be purified within ourselves. It's not just enough to say, oh, I go to church, I don't kill people. (laughs) That's nice. I want to affirm you in that, but there's so much more. So Jesus and God the Father, through his Son in the Holy Spirit, is asking us to be purified, to be perfected. The Trinity gives us the grace. The Spirit filling us gives us the grace to do these things, but still these things have to be done. So this is the fulfillment of the law, that we go past the law. It's more than just thou shalt not. It's thou shall be a vessel of grace. Thou shall be pure in your heart so that you're not looking at people lustfully. Thou shall be purified of the thought that, well, I don't have enough. God's not providing, therefore I have to take. I have to swindle. You know, a lot of people don't steal But I'll tell you, a lot of people will manipulate to get what they want. It's just like stealing. I was at a meeting last night talking with a group of people, and people were just describing their bosses and different people in their lives that don't have the Lord, and just how there's we have a, a, a pandemic or an epidemic, whatever you want to call it, of narcissism right now. Because they don't have the Lord, they themselves have made themselves God, and they put themselves on the pedestal. So we have to be purified of all these things. Once again, we turn to Our Lady. And this is where things like the rosary and the scapular come in. You know, Mary promises heaven to those that follow her closely. And how does this work? It's not magic. It's not like, oh, I can wear the scapular and now I can go do whatever I want, kill people, whatever. No. Rather, having her as our mother, praying to her regularly, she's working then in our hearts. Just as she formed Jesus in this world, to be the perfect man, she is working in our hearts 
to to get the Holy Spirit in there, the places that they need to that the Holy Spirit needs to go, where there still is resentment, where there still is lust, where there still is greed, and all the other vices. So we turn to Our Lady and ask her, keep working on my heart, Mama Mary. Keep keep purifying me. Lord Jesus, continue to purify me. Whatever it takes. Father Benedict Rochelle used to always say, I'm just aiming for pur- purgatory. <laughs> I'm aiming, you know, if I can get there, then I know I'm in good hands and the Lord will take care of the rest. Well, that was a cool thing to say. At the same time, I like to say, I'm aiming for heaven. I want to go straight to heaven. You know, Mary and Jesus promise if we meditate on the seven sorrows of Mary every day, you go straight to heaven. That's what I'm aiming for. And if I miss the mark, okay. Uh, A little time in purgatory is okay. But I don't want to get anywhere near the possibility that I, I didn't do enough, I didn't pray enough, whatever, and I end up in hell. I didn't, you know, truly repent of my sins. Um. So the Lord loves us and he gives us so many ways to be purified. It's true. He wants perfection, but he loves us so much and he's going to carry us there if we allow him to. So let's pray for each other that the Lord continues to carry us and fill us with his grace. I hope everybody has a great day. God bless.